Good morning and welcome to episode 162 of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, along with... Another one of your hosts, Eric. How are you doing this morning, Dusty? Uh, you know, Eric, I'm doing fantastic and more importantly, we made it again. I know we talk about every episode, but 162 always feels right. Well, particularly after Labor Day, so, you know, it was a pretty laborious weekend, but it seems like we've all come out standing on the other side. Well, so, first of all, happy belated Labor Day to you and to everyone else. And secondly, I will tell you that um, I, all, I had a near harrowing experience. We went to the beach on Saturday with my mom, my brother, and we met some friends down there, and we went surfing. And I wasn't paying attention, and the board let, came right at my broken ribs and Whoa. refractured them. What? <laughs> Jeez. It, it was the dumbest mistake I could have ever made in surfing. It was like such a rookie mistake. I didn't protect myself from the board or anything else. And uh, so I'm not able to sleep on my left side again. So it was totally worth it. But uh, a dumb, dumb injury. I mean, this makes Steve's injury, you know, bumping himself on the head and giving himself the wily e. Coyote bump. That, that no longer looks as dumb. <laughs> I got to tell you, his almost looks, you know, Smart. Incredibly intelligent compared to what I did. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as our listeners know, uh, the first time I've ever met Justy's brother, Steve, uh, he just after he conked himself on the head with a surfboard and had like a... A hematoma that was just gigantic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I literally didn't know that that was possible. I thought that was just in cartoons until I saw Steve that day. I, I literally, like, I was stunned. I, I did not know... <laughs> <laughs> that was something that actually happened in real life. Well, and the part that made it so awkward was because he got hit and it was in cold water, which is probably the best thing that could have happened. Yeah. But every heartbeat for about two minutes, it would get bigger and bigger. I mean, you could watch it with every heartbeat go to done to done and just watch it. I was like, oh, God. Plus, I didn't know yeah. who this guy was. I just thought he was some buffoon. So, uh, yeah, I <laughs> didn't know. I mean, it's like when I met Paul Strauss's brother um, in, in Vegas and I didn't realize that that was his brother either. And I just thought he was some guy like a broken voice. He doesn't talk normal. And I thought, and there's nothing, you know, I mean, people, some people sound like other people. That's fine. You know, it's like, uh, but it's just, uh, it's, it was just, uh, I didn't even recover to me that it was Paul's father. He did run for, uh, what? so, so our, our, you know, friend of the show, uh, Henry was just mentioning today somehow, well, granted he lives in another country, but he didn't know that yes. uh, the, um, the recall was happening. Uh, on my birthday Ooh. until in California, until, until today. And he's saying, wow, the rules for those are crazy. But I mentioned to him, you know, the last time there was a recall when, when, uh, when uh, Governor Arnold became governor, um, Paul's brother ran, which I applaud, by the way. I, like, it, 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 Shut up. You did. Like, I, I didn't know, know that. I don't know why so many people don't run for these. Like, I mean, if I were an American citizen, I definitely would have run for, you know, for, uh, for uh, in the recall right now. Like, it's crazy. Well, hang on. I got to ask you, though, because... I so I can't be president. Yeah, yeah. So I, but you can like, run for office. But I can run. But for I do have a governor. question for you though, because yeah. I've met Law Group and I think he's fantastic, and he has nothing. Like his voice is very boisterous and out there. Yeah. Why does his brother talk like that? I mean, it might be it, it might be some kind of physical condition, or it might just be okay. he's, he's an unusual guy. I mean, like uh, he's a very unusual guy. <laughs> Which I mean. I think it's par for most of uh, of our friends in, in in this life. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, this is a guy. So he um, he 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 had actually been the assistant uh, DA in in Kauai. I mean, you admire, mm. admire that, and so. But then he's moving back to the mainland with the family, 
when I you know after when I met him and um, he was looking to get a job here in LA. In fact, Paul before he became a diplomat ran the the uh, the Strauss Law Group. That's why we call him Law Group. He he was he's a he's a one man law group, so we just call him the Law Group. Exactly. And, and um, his brother actually founded that, and then when he left to 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 go to Kauai to be the prosecutor there, he uh, Paul inherited from him. Or took ah. it off. And so, um, you know, so he, he asked, uh, Paul had mentioned, you know, I'm pretty good with resumes and cover letters and stuff like that. And if, uh, you know, if I, uh, that I'd help him out if he needed any help. So, and which of course I would. And so uh, I see, and like, he's, he's applying for a job, a few jobs, you know, different legal jobs, one with the FDA, actually. And Ooh. he sends me his, his resume to, to review. And I've, you know, I've actually helped many people with their resumes, sort of tightened up the formatting, tightened up the content, rewritten some of the bullets. No bullets. Two pages of, <laughs> of, of, of just prose, barely paragraphs, just that run on like a sentence here, a sentence, you know, that just run on. There's no breaks. And like it's this is like I it's as if he had never seen a resume before. And I assume he hadn't because I don't know. I don't know how how you, you would conceivably make a resume like this one. Um, so I spend a long time, you know, crafting it into a real resume that looks like a resume. Yeah. Editing um, it. Yeah, and then I, you know, I write like a cover letter for him for this. He actually, you know, he gets the interview, and uh, you know, it goes well. And then he's like, he wants to send a thank you letter, and I'm like, okay. I mean, you don't necessarily have to do that, but it's always nice. So, uh, um, I help him with that because what he wrote was, you know, some of the the most atrocious writing I'd ever like. You know, it was ridiculous what it said. And then, like, <laughs> I'm I'm off doing some work in New York, I think, when this is all going down. So, you know, he's he's he out of the blue says, hey. Um, he, he emails me and goes, I'm going to write them a second thank you letter. Like, why on earth would you? I mean, if anything, that's going to hurt you, you know, because they're going to think you're overeager. And well, plus, of course. He, yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy to do that. So, like he says, you know, so if you have time, please look, review this. And if not, I'll just send it. I, I mean, I don't get home for hours later because I'm working on something. And I see this, like, when I get back to the hotel. And okay. I'm, oh, my God. So I look at it. And it's it's an insane letter like it's so one i'd immediately say just don't send a second thank you letter at all two because he's got an by the way he's already got another follow-up interview scheduled like he's thanking them in between you know this first round interview (laughs) and and, and final interview and i say um yeah please don't send anything that's crazy but in the meantime i will look at this and rewrite it and just just in case you 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 feel the need because it starts off by saying you know, I came into the, uh, you know, the, the, the FAA, pretty serious place. And he goes, and, I, and yeah. uh, I was amazed at how relaxed you all were. I mean, that's what I admired most about, you know, my visit there. I felt this was a place I could wear Aloha shirts, like his, his you know, his Hawaiian shirts from Kauai. This is what he's saying in a letter to the FAA. He's saying this is actual, like, he thinks this is going to help his case. Yes. You're also <laughs> relaxed and I can wear my Aloha shirts in your office. And it goes on, you know, in that vein and a lot of this. So I, you know, I obviously take that all out. And then on top of it all, um, he signs off, you know, rather than, you know, yours truly, sincerely yours, whatever type of, you know, salutation you want. He signs off. uh, Mahalo. Shut up. Yeah. And he's he's not a native Hawaiian. (laughs) Even a native Hawaiian knows if it's a formal letter 
outside of Hawaii, I'm assuming you never use Mahalo. <laughs> to the, Which yeah, is thank to, you, by to, the way, for the government, government. government agency. Now, I have to ask, did he get the job? He didn't even get the – they canceled the next interview. He oh, already he had, had the interview. This was so, so – so, oh, okay. So, by the way, I send him this revised version of the, of the, of the cover letter, and he's, he, okay. he, he responds, oh, thank you. Uh, uh, I already sent it, so don't worry about it. So he's in the original version. So, I mean, my version oh. was much better, but it was still weird sending a second, you know, a second thank you letter in between rounds. Um, he sent his version, which was ludicrous. And uh, they immediately responded, hey, you know, thank you so much for your letters and for coming in. We've changed our mind, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't need to, Don't worry about it. You don't need to come in for the, the next interview. What? That is like... It, and I'm assuming because you talked to him after this that he didn't he couldn't understand why they would cancel. Correct? No, no. Okay. I mean, That's he didn't understand. Like he was willing to use the version of the resume I made for him, but it, but it, he couldn't understand why it was any better than his version. Oh so anyway, so God. all of which is which led up to so then he runs for governor, and uh, uh, at some at how some did he point. do? I mean, I think he was a top hundred finisher. Like a lot of I don't know how many people are running this time. Well, if you remember last time, like about 160 people ran or something, and okay. so um, you know he, got, he, had, he had some credibility, and but uh, but it was like the top end was stacked with you know Arnold, Irve Villachez. Um, Did I Gray think, Davis run again during that time too? That would have been hilarious. Well, He's I getting mean, impeached he was, and <laughs> I mean he you, you you are sort of running like like Gavin's running now, right? Like if you don't if if the impeachment if he it either you either impeach him. Or, and 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 vote for one of the other candidates, or you vote no, and then he stays in. So Gray was trying to stay in then too, of course. Gotcha. Um, that was a crazy. Yeah, and Mary way. Mary Carey, the porn star, ran. You know, I mean, it was between like it was, it was tough. But I who, forgot about that. Yeah, it was tough. Who was going to come fifth? Like you know. So I mean, there was there was a prominent people at the time. Whereas this time, it just seems Larry Elder's the only person getting any traction. You know, so. Um, Again, I'm not so sure I would want him as governor, but it's, I'm pretty it's sure I would. You guys' beautiful yeah. state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, Gavin certainly got a lot of issues, and uh, and probably deserves to go. You know, and, and and despite all of the the prominent Democrats coming out and saying it's a Republican plot and it's a Trump plot, no, it's not. I mean, it's it's well, yes, the Republicans will love to see him go, but it isn't Trumpers. I mean, it's like you know, it's no. legitimate, especially in California. Yeah, don't want to see. <laughs> legitimate republicans and a lot of legitimate democrats yeah i think uh you know gavin's a pretty questionable guy <laughs> for those that don't know and haven't been keeping up probably the most egregious thing he's done recently um was when he said guys you can't go out to eat if you do wear a face mask etc and then i think that exact same day when he tweeted that he was at the french restaurant isn't that correct yeah the french laundry so one of the one of the That's best restaurants in town uh or in, yeah. in, in the country um, very costly, and uh, sitting back with the, you know with his wealthy friends, grinning, maskless. Oh. <laughs> so fantastic. That that did not make endear him to people. I mean, no. And he he had already came with a lot of baggage. You know, I mean, he he was like a disgraced mayor of San Francisco. He'd had this affair while he was in office. That cheated on his wife. Who went? Who is now? Married Don to Trump, a Trumper. Don Trump, well, Don Trump Jr.'s wife. Exactly. I mean, a Trump, so, I mean, the, the Trumper, yeah. So, I mean, it's all a little incestuous, you know, and uh, 
Then he went and, you know, he actually did a smart thing to rehabilitate his image. He became the lieutenant governor, which is a nothing job. I mean, it's like it's less than the VP, you know. So, I mean, it's a job that very rare, just like like as, as much as VPs do become president, you know, a lot of times they don't. And it's not it's a you know, it's, a, it's a job with very questionable uh, responsibilities that changes depending on who's in office. Lieutenant governor is much less than that. I mean, it's a ceremonial job. Uh, more or less, but kudos to Gavin. He managed to parlay that into rehabilitating his decimated image and became governor. But um, it's pretty but impressive. Then he, but then he couldn't help being himself and, uh, and, and brought, a, <laughs> brought, a, brought a recall upon himself. He'll probably think, survive it, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. It looks like he might, but I mean, do you think that he would, he might be taking advice from the Trump campaign still? Because his, his antics seem that way, don't they? It does seem like he's cut from a similar yeah i mean you know his his biggest strengths are he's he's nancy pelosi's godson so that certainly propelled him into politics and gave him a leg up and and he's a good looking man i'll give him that he's like so i think i think you know what makes him popular is he's, he's he is a good looking man no I, I don't think it hurts i will tell you just on a, a completely different vein here so this weekend my brother and my mom were here and we watched your uh episode of to tell the truth and i will tell oh. you my mom uh, has nothing. She thought you did a great job. And for those that haven't seen it, she cannot refer to you as anything else now. So she saw your TikToks. I, she's been joining TikTok this weekend. And she uh, may be messaging you to change your name to your nickname on there. She thought it was perfect. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's quite something. That's uh... you know, But she I, loved it. I, she honestly thought you did a great job. She, uh, she really believed um everyone well, in there and just had a great time that yeah that's that's amazing yeah yeah it's, it's you know it, you even knowing me it's it's hard to know whether or not i am a uh, a breakup coach until you watch absolutely and my brother could not stop giggling um at the fact of you kind of your last lines there he's like that is such an eric onian or eric tonian whatever he said thing to say the way you nailed it like that he's like that is just such a great ericism right there he's just like his delivery, his confidence, everything. It's perfect. It's Eric. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Although it's funny because I didn't really want to say that line. I had many, many better things to say, but the writer is the one. You know, I think I, I think I told you uh, they thought I was too funny for the most part. Like, you know, and so they kept they toned down all the things I had wanted to say. Um, yeah. So and and I definitely <laughs> I didn't want to say that. to use that. I definitely didn't want to use that as the tag, you know, that that particular you know, I mentioned that like they ask you all your interests, all the things you do, and and I and I had sort of said that sort of incidentally. I admit, and many, I they they asked me to you know to to write a sort of tagline, and I wrote like several much better ones, but they're like ah, oh, nah, you can't use, and those are all way too funny, and uh, so no, <laughs> you can't show up, Anthony Edwards, yes, or Anthony Anderson. Sorry, Anthony Anderson, you're right, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> We're not talking Top Gun. I apologize. <laughs> not yet, Maverick. Dude, I got to tell you, I don't know what is going on in Hollywood. I'm so upset. They've pushed back Top Gun, 007. The list keeps going on and on. What is going on? But, this is uh, but look, looking forward to the new Dune, finally, you know, which may be the Oh, I can't all. wait for Dune. Well, Denny Villeneuve directing, you know, our, one of our favorite directors. One of everyone's favorite directors. I think in, in some poll he won, like, director of the, of the last decade. Now, I will tell you, have you seen Shang-Chi yet or no? Yes, and they, they pronounce it quite differently in the, mo in, in the movie. Shang-Chi, yeah, how he, I love when he tries to do it with Aquafina, and she's like, how do you say it? 
Uh, duh, duh, duh. And he's like, she's like, uh, you're okay. Anyways, she said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're saying Sean with a G at the end. Sean. <laughs> well, he's obviously very Chinese. And I got to tell you, I was so, I did not care about this movie. I thought the previews made it look okay. I freaking loved this movie. What did you think? Yeah, it's very, very good. Yeah, everybody's talking about how uh, yeah, every, everyone, everyone's going in. Some people are really looking forward to it, you know, and other people mm-hmm. are, yeah, going in another Marvel movie or, you know, or this ethnic movie. But everyone's coming out loving it. I mean, it's got great word of mouth, everyone, it's, uh, including me. Yeah, and it's got, you know, great backstory and stuff. Um, people are comparing it a little awesome. bit to Black Panther, you know, in, in really delving into issues of a certain community and then and then – in the first half and then turning it into a, uh, you know, a Marvel, Marvel. Uh, beat em up kind of film. That's good. I can get a, that's a fair analogy. Now I will tell you, we went with my brother, my mom and my youngest son, Seth, and I will, or my oldest son. And we went to a place called the Alamo where you can order food. And uh, I ordered a Philly Alamo, cheese stick. Alamo, Alamo draft house. That's correct. Alamo draft house. Give them credit. Love that theater. And we order food right at the beginning. And I ordered, a Philly cheesesteak. And about 10 minutes later, this guy comes over and he goes, did you order the mozzarella sticks? And I'm like, God damn it. They got my order mixed up. They thought I said stick instead of steak. Fine. I'll eat it. So I start eating it. And then my mom looks up and goes, Hey, has anyone seen my food? <laughs> and this guy, <laughs> the delivery guy comes or, you know, the waiter comes, he goes, all right, who had the Philly cheesesteak? I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. So I uh, ended up eating my mom's food and mine at the movies. Wow. And she got nothing. Well, she ended up having to order again, but she was starving, and she's like, oh, okay. "I had one cheese stick left, and I ate all the, uh, ma- you know, the marinara sauce." And so she looked at it and goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> nice, nice. So she didn't have nearly as much fun as we did, but uh, she loved the movie as well. Oh, good, 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 good. And, um, no, it's uh, it's uh, it was quite an accomplishment. It's the sort of rebooting, you know, the new version of the Avengers and everything coming out. Not to give any spoilers, I assume you guys stayed through the end credits and everything. Uh, the two end credits. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of things going on. And I will tell you, for those that haven't seen it yet or don't know about it, on Disney+, Plus, there is a whole thing of about 12 to 15 minutes on the Mandarin. And it's this huge thing on the top. They keep advertising it. I would highly recommend watching that before you see this movie because I didn't. And it help explains a, it explains a lot of what they allude to in the movie, but not to the detail that this does. So mm-hmm. I just recommend watching it if you haven't seen it. Now, you had had watched um, Iron Man 3, which had the Mandarin in it, right? That is correct, yes. So 46 uh, recall challengers, by the way, some of whom are prominent, um, some much less so, some like uh, Caitlyn Jenner, your girl. That's it? I'm surprised only 46. Well, that's what I'm saying. Again, this is this is the one chance you have to be governor of Californians. You're fools. Like, I mean, again, if I, if I was a U.S. citizen... I would, nothing would stop me from, from running, you know, because you need way less signatures is the thing. You know, How many be, do you need? Do you know by any chance, like a thousand, something like that? I believe it was 3000. Is that possible? That could be. I mean, I know I it's mean, nowhere near the million to recall or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well you needed, I think you needed one and a half million for the recall, but <laughs> which they got easily because, yeah. because it's Gavin. And, uh, well, this this is going to be a fun month to see what happens. And I will tell you that if they, if he does get impeached, it will be kind of exciting just for the fact that most people are predicting it won't happen at all. So I'm kind of looking for an upset here. Well, there's people suggesting that, yeah, it's, it seems like things are going his way, but you know, certain it's always in a case like this, the people who are against you 
are going to be more activist than the people who are for you. I mean, it's it, it's hard to get people to vote in the U.S. in the first place. It's harder still to get them to vote in you know state elections, and harder still to get them voted you know in in a recall where you're just you know you're if you come out to vote for Gavin, you're you're coming out to protect the governor, which is a big ask, you know, on a on a nice uh, September day. Oh, especially anywhere in California in September. That is the one of the few months where North and South have just unbelievably beautiful weather. So um, we do encourage you to vote whichever way you want to vote. However, um, do take advantage of the gorgeous weather. And for, and for whomever you want to vote, by the way. Of course. I don't care who you vote for. I just want the drama. Yeah. No, it'll, be, it'll be good. So um, should be very entertaining. Well, my uh, friend, we're coming up, up to our time frame here. Anything else you want to address real quick before we drop? Uh, well, I, yes. So after a year and a half of being trapped in California, you know, having said how, mm-hmm. how, how wonderful it is, I'll, I'll, I'll be heading back to, uh, my native Toronto for the first time, um, for my birthday nice. for next week. So, you know, Tiff is actually, Tiff is starting this, this Thursday and you know, Correct. my birthday falls in the middle of it. Toronto International Film Festival, for those that don't know. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, certainly one of the two biggest film festivals in the world, or two most important, along with Cannes. Some would argue the most important, but um, many would argue that, I guess. But, uh, but you know, certainly willing to share top billing with Cannes, also a great festival. Now, how long are you going to be gone for, dude? A week. Oh, that's. I'm sorry it's not longer, but uh, congratulations, and I'm so glad you're going to head back. Now, are there any... Because like we had some friends that just went to England and you have to get the test before, even if you're inoculated, do you have to get tested and all that? Or I do, I do. So, you know, the part of the reason I waited so long was because, you know, you needed to be quarantined for two weeks um, previously. And, the, the, you know, those restrictions finally got lifted a couple months ago. And uh, but you still need to be not only fully vaxxed, totally but uh, but you need to get a within 72 hours of departure. But I mean, that's just to get on the plane in the, these days. Right. You have to you have Correct. to be. Uh, you have to be um, uh, tested and test uh, test negative. No, so but you have no other restrictions other than that, right? You can literally, there's no, you can go straight to your relatives and have fun and go to the film festival. There's no other restrictions, correct? Uh, yes, yes. So as, as opposed to in the in the, you know the not distant future or past when you had to be seriously quarantined, like you couldn't even be in a place that had uh, you know HVAC that was shared with another with an, with any other people. Um, now you can, uh, you can, you can roam at your will. God, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Have you already bought your tickets for what you're going to see? I have not. I have not. So okay. people, uh, people want to, uh, uh, come join me socially distanced at, uh, at TIFF or, or want to g- give me tickets or want to buy me tickets to the, uh, uh, games with the surging Toronto Blue Jays. I would accept any of those things. <laughs> Well, on that note, my friend, we wish you luck. Very excited for you, and uh, congratulations. Thanks, and thank you, everyone. Uh, Have a fantastic uh, rest of the day, and we'll be back again tomorrow. (laughs) 